right, after much anticipation, Tasting Australia is in full swing for this year. 160 events right across the state, not just here in the city, but right across the state. And, of course, they all focus, uh, the main focus is on uh, the town square. That's Victoria Square for the rest of the year. Uh, it's the perfect place to sit down and uh, just have a bit of a sniff and uh, have a bit of a feed and uh, we, uh, we shandy and take it all in. With me today, Tasting Australia Director Simon Bryant. Hello there, Simon. Oh, morning, Alan. Sorry. <laughs> How are you? Hello. 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 You've had a, you had a big night, didn't you? Programming Director Jock uh, Sonfrillo. How are you, Jock? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good to see you're awake. Yes. <laughs> what about your mate here? No, 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 no. He needs a bit of help. <laughs> and uh, Antonio Klugman, legendary Italian chef who just arrived in Adelaide last night. Welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I won't ask you what you think of uh, Adelaide yet because you haven't quite had a look around, have you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen, uh, gentlemen, how's it going? We're what? We're into our fourth day. How are the figures uh, looking? Oh, look, re- really well. We we exist on the support of the South Australian locals as well of, as all of the interstate and some international people that come in for the festival. Um, this, the weather's been on our side, which is always great. Yeah, yeah. Um, remember sh- last year we got washed out in the first couple of days, didn't we? We did. Um, and I think the chefs have been... Um, there's stuff the chefs have done, Jock, we'll talk about in a minute, but, you know, beautiful. So uh, it builds momentum as the days go on. So the town square, Victoria Square, yeah. our hub, it, it looks really nice. There's people, you know, families, people having fun, eating, drinking, mm. chatting. It's beautiful. But it's also worth pointing out, as I mentioned in the intro, it's not just at the town square, is it? It's uh, all over the state. It is a statewide event. That's the terrifying thing. The 180 <laughs> events, we go to every region and we focus very heavily in a few regions each time and we run something called TAA, Tasting Australia Airlines. So we charter you out to specific regions. This year it's Kangaroo Island, West Coast, Coffin Bay, um, Mayura Station, Mount Gambia oh, and yeah. um, we kind of Clare Valley is not an aeroplane but it's kind of one of those and we put an international chef, Jock, curates one with a local and maybe an interstate um so is there's a lot of stuff flying around at the moment a lot of plates a lot of food yeah a lot of people yeah and it's something for everyone too it's not just top end is it It, it, there's something for every single person of of what you're uh, what you're interested in well look we we we're not all things to all people because we're there to show you some quality is the bottom line so whether that's informal or formal um, whether it's rare unicorn wine or just a really well-made cider um, or it's street food um, at a reasonable price, as long as it's the best, mm. we're into it. So um, our touch points are across from free, free entry in the town square, some yep. free events, mm. right up to events that are you know popping the $1,000, but they're the value for money because the wines and the f- talent the chefs that are cooking for you, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience because that moment can't be repeated with that winemaker, that mm. wine, that mm. chef, that produce. Mm. Jock, uh, let's come to you. You're, you're Tasting Australia Programming Director. What does that mean? Um, <laughs> what I've, are you really, Jock? I've asked myself that many <laughs> times. Um, look, my job is to is to curate the the, uh, the talent lineup. So, um, 
being a, a chef in the industry and I, I travel a lot for, for work, I've, mm. I'm fortunate enough to meet a lot of people when I travel. Um, and some of the chefs that I meet when I travel, I'm, I'm very inspired by. You know, they're doing amazing things. The food is fantastic. Or, or they might be, um, you know, they might be super interesting people on top of that. I put them down in my little black book and, um, you know, when it comes time to to curation of, of the festival, you know, like what dinners are we going to cook where, mm. um, you know, is that a regional event? What kind of chef do we, would we like to put out there to, that makes sense, you know? Mm. Um, it's, no, it's no use having a rock star, rock and roll type uh, chef and putting them in in, uh, in the middle of nowhere. It's, mm. It just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So we put a lot of thought uh, into not just uh, the lineup that's coming, um, but, you know, how does that affect our industry here in Adelaide in, in terms of the hospitality industry? Yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're really thoughtful about um, the young cooks that are here in Adelaide and, um, you know, they, they've got their whole career ahead of them. Um, and we want to try and connect them to the best of the best um, who are sort of on the way up, I guess, if you like. You know, we want a mm-hmm. couple of rock stars in there mm-hmm. and then a whole draft of, you know, superstars in waiting, if you like. Right, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. who I like to target because when those chefs come over, they bring their assistant chefs mm-hmm. and then they, and the mingle, yeah, right? they yeah. mingle with our yeah. chefs. They all exchange numbers and, you know, a lot of... Um, Boys and girls from here in Adelaide have gone gone on to um, do stages in, in these three Michelin star restaurants or world fifty best restaurants around the world, and and mm. that's what you know I've, that's really important for me. You know, and of course, I want Tasting Australia guests to you know see the best of South Australia, but at the same time, you know, we've got a duty of care for our uh, young boys and girls in the industry here, yeah. and we want to excel the career wherever we can, and this is a, a great way to do it. So. Well, I- Curating this side of uh, sort of uh, attraction, where do we sit on the world stage? I mean, as soon as you say Tasting Australia, based in Adelaide, does the penny click straight away? Do people know what you're talking about? It does now. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it, it has grown that 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 uh, well, has it? Yeah, it has. And I think you know, in the last four years, we've curated really, you know, arguably, uh, it would be close to forty of the world's best chefs. Um, and some of those might not have been, you know, regarded as that at the time, mm. but they are now, and we'll continue that trend, obviously. But what it does is really, uh, look, it is a globally known food festival now. So chefs actively send me an email and say, "Hey, if you're looking uh, to bring someone out next year, perhaps you might like to consider me. Here's what I'm doing. It's interesting, or whatever." Um, you know, and, and you know, for a visitation from interstate, that's important. You mm. know, um, mm. when you've got headline acts as it were and people travel from interstate and they come down here um and often we get people attending dinners that you know haven't been to adelaide for 20 years or some of them have never been here um and they're just they're they're in shell shock when they come down here they just had no idea you know i just thought it was a big country town (laughs) (laughs) it's It's really a big country town that's one of the selling points Uh, simon one of the things that uh, i didn't realize until we were just chatting earlier this has been around for 22 years It's not a new event. No, South Australia's... Uh, look, I say I'm not a native, so I can say this with, without sounding parochial. I choose to live in South Australia as a cooker because I always used to say it, when you open your produce on the dock in Melbourne, you ring every supplier and fight 
and have a cry when you open your produce on the dock in South Australia or you or you pick it up yourself from the farm you smile and you know these people and the other day I was coming out of a meeting from a runner with Jock and Andy from the not Andy um uh the the Naringa Andrew uh, uh, not Andy the oh. winemaker oh Aaron uh, was visiting and you know dropping off the wine and then you know all, we all know it we yeah, really know yeah. where our food comes from, and that made us the perfect place to be. Our, our regions are so close, uh, and they're so diverse in our wine styles and our growing areas, and we've got a beautiful coast. Um, we have the right to own food. We got on that early. I think we maybe, you know, everyone jumped all over it and did a food festival. We lost traction. Um, we're back. We've got some great restaurants best restaurant in Australia is in Adelaide and he's sitting beside me. I mean, we're back. And and that's why we should, why it should be here and why it has always been here. And mm. we welcome that Melbourne and Sydney have festivals in Perth. That's great. We should all have them. But I think we're a little different because we're so immersive. We take people out to region in situ. There's dinners in vineyards. There's meet the producer type stuff. Um, you can do that in a city like Adelaide. Mm, mm. Let them chase us. It's good. You're right. It is good that they've got similar events, but let them chase us. And there's no, there is no other food event, uh, food festival in the country where you can you can travel six hours drive away for lunch and be back in the town ready for dinner. Mm. It doesn't happen anywhere else. Mm. And you know that that contrast of being in an oyster bed, eating you know a freshly shucked oyster by the oyster farmer at lunchtime and then be back in time for Alex Atala or Antonia to cook you dinner. That's un- unbelievable. Not bad, is it? Unbelievable. Hey? Not bad. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. We're talking Tasting Australia. Uh, we have uh, we have some of the brains behind the great event with us. Uh, any questions or comments, give us a call. 8223 More after this. If ever you've wondered how Crime Stoppers SA work to support better communities, make sure you're tuned in Thursday nights. I'll be joined by Crime Stoppers SA to discuss unsolved crime and initiatives that keep our communities safer. But most importantly, how you can help by reporting information anonymously. Make sure you're listening to the Court of Public Opinion Thursday night for Crime Stoppers, the Crime Stoppers segment. Thanks to 1395, Adelaide's 5AA, Police Credit Union and Crime Stoppers SA, supporting better communities. You know how they say a penny saved is a penny earned? Well, we just had a garage sale and one young bloke paid 60 bucks for my old typewriter. <laughs> His idea of saving is a little different to mine. You're even smarter with your money these days. If you take out Apia Home and Car Insurance, you'll get 10% off both. We're Australia's leading over 50s insurance specialist. It's time to switch to Apia. Terms and conditions apply. Apia is an authorised representative of AI Limited, the product issuer. Consider the PDS before buying and whether it's right for you. Call 135050 for a copy. While most of our vitamin D comes from the sun, you can increase your vitamin D intake by trying Healthy Care Vitamin D from Chemist Warehouse. Vitamin D assists the health and function of the immune system and helps support bone mineral density. Healthy Care Vitamin D3 1000 IU capsules are just $12.99 at Chemist Warehouse. Always read the label use only as directed. Vitamin supplements may only be of benefit where intake is inadequate. Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. 
Way, way back in 1974, Glider Garage Doors began manufacturing and installing garage doors in South Australia. A lot has changed since then, but their commitment to quality remains as strong as ever. Order a new Glider Garage Door with operator before 30th of April and you'll receive the operator for free. For a free measuring quote and helpful advice, give Glider a call on 1300 799 177 or go to gliderroll.com.au. Offer applies to retail customers only. Just listen to that. The new Ram 1500 Offer at participating dealers for 2018-built 1500 express vehicles. Ends April 30, 2019, while stock lasts. Terms and conditions apply. Visit ramtrucks.com.au. My grandpa was a farmer all his life and a first aid volunteer on weekends. But when he got older, grandpa needed our help with a few things at home so we didn't have to move out. Mum and Dad did what they could, but Grandpa's new friend from St Louis Home Care took care of all the cooking, the cleaning and the washing. And because St Louis is an Adelaide family-run business, they looked after my Grandpa like he was a member of their own family. Google St Louis Home Care to find out how our family can help take care of yours. Up to Stadium in Perth, we built it, and now we hope you'll come for the best footy experience in Australia. Take the trip west with your team and keep on travelling. With no bad seats, Optus Stadium is built for the fans. The brew house less than 100 metres from Optus Stadium gates is a free game must. And all our award-winning bars, restaurants, beaches and wineries are world-class. Come on over. Spend more than a day in WA. Travel packages and tickets are available now. Search AFL Perth. In Adelaide and across South Australia, this is Alan Hickey. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast. Thirteen minutes away from two. We're talking Tasting Australia, uh, the biggest uh, food celebration in the history of Australia and it's just growing and growing and of course it's right here because it's ours it's in South Australia and uh, throughout South Australia and focusing on Adelaide particularly the uh, the town square uh, now with me one of the guests we've got uh, in here is Antonio Klugman she's the legend a legendary Italian chef who got off the plane in Adelaide last night Yes. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. How is the sleeping pattern? Did no, you sleep the, last night? Yes, no problem. I woke up at uh, 6 uh, this morning and I waited till 9 to go to the gym and now I'm perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> what, there you go. Getting up and going to the gym. <laughs> I don't know. What do you reckon, Joe? No, you wouldn't catch me doing it. No, me either. Um, I won't ask you what you think of uh, Adelaide and South Australia because we haven't seen much yet. But what uh, what inspired you to come and take part in uh, in Tasting Australia? Well, I received a message from Jock uh, on my cell phone uh, two months ago, and he said to me, he asked me to come, and I said, "Of course, I will come, no problem." <laughs> I'm really excited because Australia is so far away from home, and so there are few occasions to come. And yeah. I work all the time in my restaurant, my little restaurant in the middle of nowhere. And so being here in Adelaide, it's, it's quite strange, amazing. So you headhunted a job? 
This is one of the ones you headhunted. <laughs> they all get headhunted. <laughs> they all get headhunted. <laughs> <laughs> T- tell us about uh, your, your little restaurant in the middle of nowhere. Where, where is it? Yes, it is in the northeast of Italy, two hours from Venice. And it's really on the border with Slovenia. I come from Trieste mm-hmm. and I've chosen a place that is quite similar for the history to Trieste, you know. Um, uh, it was a um, battlefield during the First World War and even in the Second World War. And there is a strange mix of cultures. So Austrian, Slovenian and Italian totally uh, mixed. Mm. And for Italy, this is a quite original, you know, mm. because Italy has these traditions really rooted in region. But uh, the Northeast is, is somewhere where everything Sorry. is mixed. Does that mean you have to um, come up with an original um, uh, pr- uh, menu? I I never uh, take the tradition and rethink about it. Uh, I always, I'm always inspired by the ingredients, beauty. You know, the beauty of the of the ingredients. Of course, I have in my inside me all those traditions and all the rest, the recipes of my grandfather, grandmother. But I try to look at the ingredients in a new way. That's a really interesting point. So you're ingredient led. With what you're doing, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. Have you always? Do you come from a from a um, a food family? No, my 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 family. Everybody is a medical doctor in my oh, family. Really? Yes. Um, so I'm the first one. And when I I I, I used to to study law at university uh, twenty years ago. And when I said to my parents, I I, I want to be a cook, they said to me, and how. <laughs> Are you going to do that? So I started as a dishwasher and a kumi, of course. And after five years, I opened my first restaurant when I was 26. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. And just been growing and growing ever since. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really in a good mood now. I'm in the place where I wanted to be, you know. That's an interesting question. Come on, how, how did you start? Are you, are you from a foodie family? Ah, uh, no. I have same medical, both parents, yeah. anaesthetist and GP. Well, how um, did you end up a chef? I I did an apprenticeship in motor mechanics because I'm <laughs> I'm a petrol head bogan, um, and was a motorbike guy. Um, then I went to uni and they brought in hex fees and I needed to pay for them, so I got a job in a kitchen. <laughs> and as as we all do. Well, yeah. it was the first place I walked into. I can still vividly remember it where. Everything was big and exciting, all of the pots and ladles and all of the people were crazy and they're all speaking different <laughs> languages and it was like busy, like I like busy um, and I just, I just really felt at home straight away and there was no gender, there was no race, there was a, you're just purely part of a machine you're yeah. a, and I love that. I like be, knowing what I meant to do and I love the way kitchens run in a military style and some of them don't but for me that got me in in the 80s they were run by Germans most of them and I, I loved it and, the, and so bugger law I was doing economics. Uh, economics, rather. So forget the economics. Oh, look, it's been yeah. really handy because I got a long way into my degree with an accounting major. And after a while as a chef, you become a, a manager of people. Mm. You become a, a, an accountant of sorts. Like, you know, you, you've got you got to stay, keep your door open and pay your bills. So mm. everything in life tends to... I can fix the ovens pretty well from my mechanics degree, maybe. <laughs> everything comes together. And when you speak around a the kitchen, there's so many people... 
that were like something else and now they're a cook. And uh, there's a lot of very intelligent, very interesting people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The power of the, the, power of the palate. Well, what about you, John? Antonio, you, you haven't always been a chef, right? Well, I don't know. Uh, when I started, I want to be the boss, yeah. you know, uh, because uh, I'm interested in the creative part of my job. Yeah. So, yeah, when I started uh, as a dishwasher, I look at the chef. How uh, old were you then? Uh, 21. Okay. 21. But, uh, but did you start off wanting to be... Uh, you didn't start off wanting to be a chef, though, did you? Were you doing a law degree? Originally? Yes, law degree. Yeah. Law degree. Yes. Amazing. You two, yes. you've got a lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Um, what degree I, were you doing? Uh, I'm the son of a barber, so the, the expectation was that I would follow in my father's footsteps, take over the family business and yeah. cut hair. And um, working part-time as a, as a young boy in the barber shop, I very quickly ascertained <laughs> that, uh, this, that life... The penny was, dropped, did it? Yeah, that life was not for me. Um, <laughs> the, the simply just, you know, I think there was two sides that one, I didn't want to take my father's business because yeah. I... I I wanted to be my own... Yeah, be your own person. Yeah, be yeah. my own person, yeah. come my own way. Um, and secondly, uh, I got a job, same, washing dishes, um, and uh, one of the chefs had a motorbike accident, didn't come into work, and so the head chef said to me, hey, uh, can you cook the vegetables tonight? Wow. And I was 11 years old. At the 11? Time. And I said, okay, on two conditions, one... One, I get a pay rise, and two, and two, and two, I never have to wash dishes again. And so, and this, he said this, yes. yeah, this guy was like, "You're having a laugh." He goes, "Anyway, just just for being so cheeky, get in the kitchen." So that night, I uh, I was on the veg side, and of course, I only had to do like two things, right? You know, it wasn't yeah. like really difficult. I had to cook the broccoli and do something else. <laughs> and uh, so they showed me how to do it, and you know, they you know, in the kitchen where you're shown exactly what to do, and then in the kitchen. Everything is down to the last, you know, ten seconds, five seconds, one second, and so you get told what to do, when to do it. Like Simon was saying before, and and for the first time in my life, I felt like a crucial cog in a machine, right? And mm-hmm. you left after sort of, you know, it was a six-hour service. So yeah. for six hours, you were doing this thing, and you got better at it as time went on. And then once you were better at it, you had time to look at what other people were doing in the kitchen, and they were a slightly more important cog than you were or whatever. And it was just amazing to watch, you know, and, and, and I was hooked. So I left the kitchen that night, went home at 11 years old and declared that I was going to be a chef. <laughs> I wasn't interested in and school Dad anymore. Said, what? That's it. I'm going to be... A, well, back then as well, being a chef wasn't a proper job. No. So my parents looked at me and said, that's, that's not a career, son. It's <laughs> not a career. You should be, you should be cutting hair. <laughs> and look at you now. Yeah, look look at you now. He's still got good hair, though. He's still got good hair. What happened? Hey, what happened? Uh, Simon, what, you and yeah. I have been left out in the open. Carol has called from Happy Valley. Hi, Carol. Hi there. I went to the very first tasting Australia and for several years following, and it's just a fantastic experience. Gabriel Gatte was wandering around with it when his children were little, and Lindy Milan and so many others, and they're so generous with their time. And we had cooking classes from them in the tents. I don't know if they still do that because I haven't been for a while. I live a bit farther away, and I'm not as agile as I was then. But for anybody thinking about going, do. It's a marvelous experience, and the food you taste. 
Well, there's a pretty nice endorsement, gentlemen. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Beautiful. Thank you, Carol. Thank you so much. Uh, make an effort and, and, and come in uh, again this year. I'm, I'm sure you'll be blown, blown away. And, Tony, let's come back to you. You're, you said you're inspired by the ingredients. <laughs> so what are you looking forward to cooking in Australia? Well, I asked to have a little, a little uh, tour on the vineyard zone, of course. And so I, I will have it, I think, tomorrow. And I ask also to the chef to, um, to, to, to forage, uh, something, you know, somewhere, because I'm really interested about nature. Mm. And I know that here, nature is something, is, is something, you know. So I want, I want to see it. Come on, gentlemen. What have you got in mind for it? Um, I will take Antonia, uh, foraging. Um, we mm. have a, um, uh, an amazing indigenous man who, who forages for us full time. Um, and so we're talking about sort of, you know, wild weeds and, and that kind of thing. Right. We are right. uh, possibly one of the best states in the country for that kind of stuff. The Adelaide Hills are, are only 20 minutes away in one direction. Uh, the beaches, you know, 15 minutes in the other direction. And so there are, there's a number of properties where we were able to take wow. the, these wild foods from um, and, it, and it demonstrates... You know, pro, you know, in the region of sort of forty ingredients that you could pick in one day um, and use in, in, in Antonia's dish, whatever she decides to do. So, we'll do that one day for sure. Amazing, Antonia. That sounds very, very exciting. Very yes. exciting. It'll be, it'll be fascinating to see what you come up with. How, how much? Um, how long does it take you when you go foraging like that, Josh? Jock. How long before you actually get your head around? This is what I'm going to do with it. Um. I suppose in these days I know exactly what I'm going to do with it, I guess. But for yeah. someone like Antonia, um, I'm going to guess within, within, she'll be picking and tasting. And while, as soon as that goes in her mouth and she's, she's getting a grip on a texture or a flavor, she'll already be connecting it to something in her mind. And so probably within, in all realistic, within an hour, you, you're, you've constructed an, a complete dish in your head. It's pretty mm-hmm. amazing. Wonderful, wonderful. Tasting Australia runs until the 14th, so we've got another week, mm-hmm. a whole week. The weather's fantastic. Flavours are perfect. Yep. Drink is wonderful. Yep. <laughs> Very <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. No, well done, well done, uh, you know, for, for, for a, such a, a landmark um, um, event to be uh, still carrying on and this big 22 years later is a, a big tick for all of us really isn't it i think it's incredible yeah. and, and most importantly look you know the the beating heart of testing australia is in victoria square it's free entry it costs nothing just to come in and, and be be a part of it really and and the 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 sense of occasion that is in victoria square during this week is is incredible and and i urge people just to sort of come down and be a part of it yeah absolutely yeah it's open until uh, the 14th of april the website has got all the details tasting australia or one word tasting au. simon jock and uh, antonia thank you very very much and uh, good luck thank for the you. rest of the thank uh, you. tasting australia event thank you for Thanks. having us thank you online on dab digital radio and on 1395